Nut Nerd Podcast, Episode 164. I'm hooked on a fishing. Welcome to the Not Nerd Podcast. I'm Nate Heath, and we are here to help you tech better. We've got all kinds of news, follow-up, tips, picks, everything this week. Here with me, as always, Mr. Dave Baylor. Well, hello there, Nate. Did you notice anything different about the studio yes. this afternoon when you came in? Many things are different. <laughs> uh, name a few. Uh, a huge TV. Yes, well... You know, I am very affluent. I can afford nice things. Yes. Now, I rearranged some of the stuff in here. I got different desks. Uh, there's a broken TV that's on my desk right now. But I decided to give us more room for... Yeah. We have more room for activities. For and flailing fun. our hands yeah. for we talk, you, the listener. When we talk with our hands like Italian uh, grandmothers, we've got lots of room to do that. It is a little awkward because our current setup, it's a little tougher to stare straight into your eyes. Yes. So hopefully the audio quality doesn't go down too far because I'm turning my head so much to look at you. Yes. I, and we got to have that good eye lock yeah. on everything. Yes. It's important for the listener. <laughs> I'm captivated. Locked eyes. By your baby Actually, browns? Yeah. I do want to lock eyes to make sure you're not playing games on your phone the whole time. Well, <laughs> too late for that. <laughs> well, let's go on to some follow-up. Uh, we talked a lot about Apple Pay. I always forget to use Apple Pay, um, but I've tried I to want to buy that thing, more. but I, t- I don't, have, I don't any, have any way to do yes, it. Oh, pro- Apple Pay, of course. The problem is I usually have cash on me, as oh. I've mentioned before, so I usually pay for things in cash. But Apple Pay, like I went to Whole Foods the other day. Mm-hmm. And I pulled out my phone to get my Amazon discount and then used Apple Pay to pay. And it was real smooth. But big expansion for Apple Pay coming Mm -hmm. to Target, Taco Bell, and more top U.S. retail locations. I wish we knew what those top U.S. retail (laughs) locations were. But yes, um, I go to Taco Bell all the time. And I don't know what it is about Taco Bell. For the longest time, the chip reader thing didn't work, and they have, like, tape over it. It's like, don't use the chip reader. You got to swipe it, and then you got to wait, like, 47 hours. And it's like, man, I wish they had Apple Pay. And one time I asked, and the lady's like, oh, I think I think so. <laughs> no, I'm standing there like an idiot with my phone. Yeah. So it, regardless, I think this is great that Apple Pay is coming to Taco Bell. Target, I don't use so much. doesn't really matter. But I tell you, it'll never happen. But the last bastion for me for Apple Pay is Walmart. Mm. If I could just walk in there with my phone and pay for Walmart items, it'd probably be worse because I could buy more things in less amount of time. Well, and you were asking about some of the other top ones. Here's a few of the ones that do support it. Target, uh, the Speedway, Mini Marts, Best Buy, Hy-Vee, Jack in the Box, Dunkin' Donuts, McDonald's, Costco, Safeway, Walgreens, Chevron, Taco Bell, Jimmy John's, Albertsons, 7-Eleven, Stop and Shop, Measure, Dwayne Reed, and Casey's <laughs> General Store. Your pronunciations were spot on for that, but weren't these already some partners Yeah, some already? of them yeah. already were. So it, the article, uh, or it's actually from Apple's newsroom, the link in the show notes, 74 of the top 100 U.S. merchants now accept Apple Pay. So if you have an iPhone, if you have an Apple Watch, uh, it's great. You can also do the Apple Pay Cash where you can mm-hmm. pay other people. We, You and I have yeah. done that several times. I, use it I think with... we demonstrated it on the podcast one episode. You'll have to search for that one and 
listen to us send money to each other <laughs> yeah, it's via text messaging. Uh, but it is very convenient, especially if a lot of the people in your life have iPhones. YouTube TV, another thing we've talked about. I'm using it now mm-hmm. as my cable service. I'm using the YouTube TV service. Uh, and it now covers 98% of U.S. households. They just did a major rollout for more local channels. Uh, so U.S. households, 98% of them are covered uh, with local you know, the closest local networks for YouTube TV. Uh, I believe it's 40 bucks a month, but I got a pro tip. <laughs> you get a, right now, we were just talking about the Roku devices last week. Yeah. If you buy the $30 Roku streaming device, mm-hmm. you get a free month of YouTube TV. Which costs? $40. Whoa. So you... if you're thinking of trying YouTube TV, just buy a Roku, get that for uh, $30 and then a $10, you know, you can get a free trial of YouTube TV, but I got the email. I didn't sign up for anything. It's like, thanks for registering your Roku. You can also try out YouTube TV. I've got a genius plan every month, just buy a new Roku and then you get the month of uh, YouTube TV and do that and then sell the Rokus on Craigslist, eBay, or Facebook. And this is a money-making scheme. If only they would have thought of that about that because <laughs> you must be a new customer that has not done a YouTube TV trial before. Well, you have to make a new account every time. Yeah. That's the gotcha. <laughs> the holistic cost doesn't quite pan out on that. Uh, more TV talk. So we talked last week that Netflix was raising their prices $2 a month. Yeah. Well, Hulu's dropping their base price by $2 a month. I think that's genius marketing because, yeah. one, you got to watch your stupid ads anyway. Oh, yeah. So why am I even paying you to begin with? Yeah. But it's uh, going to be an opportunity for Hulu to capture some new customers. And I'm thinking of going in halvesies with my friend Tyler. And uh, you know, we practically live in the same household. Yeah. I think it's legal. Yes. Um, Amazon, the Echo Wall Clock we talked about, they have paused sales of the Echo Wall Clock Why? due to connectivity issues. Oh, man. Uh, so was... they're having some little... So this is the clock that uh, looks like a normal wall clock, but you can, when you set timers with Alexa, they actually show up on the clock with little LEDs around the outside of the clock. Look like a decent device if you need a clock. I was interested in getting one. I showed my wife, who was in the market for a clock, a large wall clock, and she's she loves kind of the the mid century uh, simple design. Yeah. But she's like that's just too basic. It's yeah. just like white with black, and it's very simple, very cheaply made. Yes. Is what it you looks might like. Want a little more decor to it. You know what is never too basic? Dave's pro tip of the week. That is true. And you know what, Nate? Did you know that you could use Siri to go straight to the right app settings? Wow, I did. (laughs) You did. You can. Well, this is an off-forgotten feature. Yeah, I recently learned this one. Yeah. Siri, it's kind of a mixed bag when it comes to usability because you go in and you say something and it's like, I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Uh, If your name's Dave, like me. It has a lot of problems. And so it's got a bad rap and people don't, like me, people don't use it often and we just forget it's there. But another thing that's kind of a pain in the rear is navigating the settings menu. Now, many of our tips of the week involve going to settings, going to general, going to blah, blah, blah. Well, did you know, dear listener, that you can use the power of your voice to jump straight to many of these uh, settings? And we're going to do a couple of examples here. Go to accessibility app settings. 
And there it is. It went right to the accessibility app nice. settings. VoiceOver, Zoom, Magnifier. If you have many apps installed on your phone, like I know you do, down at the bottom of your main settings screen, there's just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of settings that you, that all these apps put on your screen. Instead of searching for those, I could say, oh, I don't know. What's a good app I can go to here that everyone might recognize? Go to Netflix settings. That's a good example. Boom. Right into, don't have to scroll through. Yeah. Let me try one. Go to Keynote settings. There it is, right inside the Keynote settings. Did, and many of you may not even know that you have app settings within the app preferences uh, yeah, application. Yeah, the settings application is yeah. where a lot of app preferences, so it does get a little confusing. So this definitely does make it easier. One more thing I wanted to ask Siri. How many apps do I have on my phone? That took me to voicemail. But yeah. I was here. It has been quite a while. And as we move towards springtime and it might be time for spring cleaning, Dave, we should probably check in and see. The listeners have been waiting to they see. They have been. What was our challenge? Did we do 125 apps that uh, we tried to clean up to? Maybe. I don't I think I have it a very was. good memory. I'll have to go back and look in the show notes and when see. When it comes to numbers, especially, I have So no if you memory. go to general and about in your settings app. Or if you're from Canada, as we've discussed, it's a boot. A boot. I am currently at 303 applications. Dave, where are you at? It'd be nice to only have 300 and some odd applications. I am topping probably the max I've ever had at 446 applications (laughs) on my phone. And that, folks, is why you listen to the Not Nerd Podcast, because that's how many applications... That we have on our phones right now that we're, we have used, we have checked out, Tested. we know things about. So if you have questions about apps, there's a good chance we've used it before. Yeah. Uh, so maybe we'll have to do a cleanup once springtime comes around. Yeah, when spring comes, we will definitely, and we'll do a, a skinny app challenge. Yes. And you can play along at home. Yes. Uh, use Siri to find those settings. It will save you some time. Our five takes of the week. The first one, <laughs> oh, I... This Email happens. is so important, but this is a magnified version of something we've all experienced. As many as 11,543 Microsoft employees got swept up in a reply all email apocalypse. Mm. Just recently, yeah. someone from our the Sherwood School District oh, yeah, yeah. sent out a, hey, your student blah, 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 blah email. Didn't blind carbon copy, but instead carbon copied about 250 parents. I'm like, what? Thankfully, nobody did a reply all. I should have just to be dumb. Yes. I should have did a reply all and said, hey, you should use BCC next time just to be a jerk. But anyway, so it happened. So Microsoft seems like it's at a larger scale. (laughs) Yeah. So what happened, the funny thing was the original email was actually sent out to all of the employees that have access to the... Microsoft GitHub account. Now, mm-hmm. GitHub, we've talked about before, it's a repository. So Microsoft, they can keep all these different pieces of code there. It's People like YouTube check out code. for computer code. Yes. Check stuff out, check it in, keep version tracking. So for somebody like Microsoft, it's a huge resource to use. And they well, own it. They bought yes, it. Yes, they yeah. did buy it. So that is also a good reason why they use it. I had forgotten about that. But they sent out an email to all users telling them how to turn how to adjust the notifications within GitHub so they didn't wouldn't get so many notifications if it was stuff they didn't need to know. Yeah. So an email about not getting so many notifications resulted somehow, in 11,000 notifications. I don't know how it must be some special system or something because 
to be able to sell out, send out to a, over 11,000 people and not have it be blind or blocked or something like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they said they started getting replies and probably out of office stuff and all kinds of weird stuff. And there's always the joker who's going to be like, hey, I want to know about this. He even replies to everybody. Yes. Uh, So I would love to know the productivity cost Mm. for that one mistake on that email being sent out. But it is a great reminder. People, this is something I always try to, I need to say it more in the podcast. If you want somebody to read something, take enough time to read it yourself, especially an email. Make sure you're looking at who it's going to. Hmm. If it's supposed to be a reply all, make sure it goes to reply all. If it's supposed to be to one person and you don't want the other people to get it, make sure you pay attention to that stuff because it is just, it takes a little bit of time and it's such a better experience for everybody. Well, maybe I'll reserve this for a future pro tip of the week, but I often will use the speak speakable items on my computer to read back the email to oh, me, the speech synthesis. I have a shortcut great. set up on my computer where I highlight the text. I hit the shortcut. It reads it back to me. So That would be uh, great. Yeah, that so, makes a lot of sense. A second set of eyes, even yeah. if it's series eyes, yeah. uh, can help you just to be able to hear it. Read it out loud if it's an important email. Yeah. I will often, if I'm sending a business email, I'll yeah. send it to you and say, hey, what do you think? And Well, it's always, you need more commas, brother. <laughs> more commas. More commas. I'm comma adverse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Apple highlighted, so I don't know when this really became a thing, but MLK Day has really become a day where a lot of companies will take the day off from work and go do oh, uh, things in the community. community service, yeah. Yes. I know a company I previously worked out, they've started doing that. I don't, it's a great idea to mm-hmm. take one day a year to do yeah. something nice with your employees' time. Uh, but Apple highlighted their charitable giving program, and there was over $125 million made in donations in 2018 alone. Wow, that's a lot. So this program was famously started after Steve Jobs passed away because he did not understand why you should be doing (laughs) charitable giving uh, in his oddness. Uh, But it's something that Tim Cook and obviously a lot of other people at Apple, they started this. So they will double any donations that you make to approved charities through Apple. So I... Mm -hmm. Worked with other companies that have had that type of a donation thing. There's usually a form or something. And when you right. make a donation, then Apple will double that donation and make it as well. So it really stretches your donation dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, so check with your company. Maybe you have it. And any Apple employees that are listening, uh, make sure you're taking advantage of that. And that's uh, really great that they're doing that kind of thing. Yeah. And it really encourages people. If I can give $100 and know that Apple's going to give $200 to a charity that I want to support, that's yeah, I just, really nice. I just thought of something that we should all heal the world, make it a better place for you and for me and the entire human race. Yeah. So somebody should write a song about that. Yeah, you should do that. Apple is also kicking off, not as charitable, but they are doing a shot on iPhone challenge. So Mm -hmm. there's always the hashtag and they'll highlight photos, but they are doing a, I believe it's a worldwide competition, most countries included, and they're looking for, I believe, the nine top uh, photos Mm. shot on iPhone. So I was going to enter this and then I go to the link and I'm seeing this uh, photo from Petra. 
in the Middle East. And I'm like, I don't think I can compare to that shot. Yeah, there are some amazing things. And there was a little bit of hubbub of, oh, Apple needs to pay these people. They do license the photos if they're going to use them for marketing purposes. Yeah. So if you become one of the top nine and they decide to make a billboard, they're going to pay that person. They're not just going to take the photo from No, you. they'll at least get permission to do whatever. Um, but they, they will be highlighting those, and they're always great photos. I love photography and am not very good, so it is always <laughs> fun to see what people can do. Taking a photo on an iPhone uh, and then just making it look even better with all the tools available yeah, to it. That's phenomenal. Uh, Amazon, our lovely Amazon, they're field testing their new Scout delivery bots in Snohomish County, Washington. If Whoa, we have any listeners in Snohomish County— by. Uh, up near Seattle, which is where Amazon is based, they have these new scouts. Now, somebody was saying they look like the little, what were they, trash bots in Star Wars yeah. uh, that Chewbacca was getting mad at because yeah, they in the almost way. ran into each other. They're but, bigger than you think, though. Yes. I see the top photo, and it's like, oh, this thing's about the size of a remote control car. And then I look, and it's like, oh, this is like a big red cooler with yeah. six wheels on it, it. Yeah. Imagine a power wheel. Like my mm-hmm. daughter's Mini Cooper Power Wheel car. It's kind of like yeah. that. They don't move real fast, but in areas of high um, high density housing and stuff, mm-hmm. these things really, I mean, I could see it taking off. And How do you, does it have more than one package inside? Did you read the detail? That's a good question. I did not see on the details of that. You would have to imagine but then, of course, they I'm, were talking about it on Twitter, and they're like, oh, people are just going to steal these that's or what break I was, them. Or, well, I was thinking that you get a code to open it to get your package, which mm, is to prevent you from stealing the other packages. Stealing other people's there packages. There might be individual compartments inside. So, Well, yeah. And if you take your package and then all the other packages are missing, they can track you down. I was reading something. I didn't have it in the show notes, an article just about how much Amazon knows about you because mm. they know your delivery address. They know you, which credit cards you use. They know when you're sick because you buy cough medicine they know mm-hmm. how often you use double a batteries because you buy your you know you buy everything through amazon so their data is pretty rich so they could probably track you down yeah uh, but it does uh make sense these autonomous they keep talking about that instead mm-hmm. of having well, UPS gonna, trucks or whatever else run around your neighborhood you could just have some of these they were going to have the drones but yeah. the ffa has kind of shut down that type of thing and it's kind of Uh, preventing them from doing what they want. So I think in lieu of that, they're looking at these autonomous ground drones that can deliver And if you think about it, they own Whole Foods. And so all the deliveries show up to a Whole Foods, which Mm -hmm. are usually in a neighborhood, and they just go out there and somebody was like, oh, the sidewalks, it's going to run into people and stuff. And then somebody else commented, how often are people actually on the sidewalk these days? I would have commented, you know, we have self-driving cars now, right? I think... It's probably easier to avoid a person than it would be a, a, another now, it automobile. Now, really like this if you could hitch a ride on this little Scout. Well, if you I were would... going down to Whole Foods, yeah. like <laughs> I bet you if you order get a on package, it. it comes, and then you sit on it, and it takes you back to the Whole Foods. I bet if you sit on it, it'd be like, get off, get off, and it just stops. Get yes. off. Shut down. Uh, Microsoft's Bing, you had found this article was, it was blocked in China. So everybody's going, oh no, here comes China, the great firewall. It's going to be shut down. Well, it is back up. It was just due to an 
ineptitude? Is that how you say that? Yeah, they're not quite sure. There weren't a lot of details on why it was shut down, but famously Google is not available in China and they were looking at creating a separate Google. A sanitized Google. Yes, that would be uh, approved by China, but it's just a great reminder like with the the Apple iPhone sales, a lot of that is due to China and China is a very different country Mm -hmm. than what we're used to and they could just shut down any company they want because they think that it um there's no due process the government is all controls all yes uh well it's time for security story of the week and i do not have a breach i actually have something that is going to help you with security we were talking earlier about my love for email well Mm. google has created i believe it's nine questions i took it the other day I should have had you take it before the show, Dave. Mm. It is phishingquiz.withgoogle.com. And you go to this page, and it uh, you can put in a fake name and email address, and it shows you nine different emails, and you have to spot whether it is a phishing email or whether it is an okay email. Now, phishing is where some scammers try to make an email look legit. It looks like it's from Facebook. It looks like it's from Netflix. It looks like it's from Google. And their goal is to get you to either click on a link and put in your name and password, so then they have that, or to uh, give them credit card information. You know, it might say, your credit card's expired. Click here to uh, update your payment information. Hmm. Uh, it's not, it doesn't seem as much where they're trying to install malware or everything, anything these days. Cause well, I already messed up because I was like... I don't think I know what I'm doing. I'm like, yeah, that looks legitimate. It's like, oh, no, it's not. Because if you would have pressed here, I'm like, I didn't know I could press there. So yes. uh, I might need to go through a couple times. But it's it's maybe if I should you... send it here and have people take it. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. They have to go through it several times until they get it right 100% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've actually, and we've talked about doing it here um, I've worked with companies and done some different uh, phishing. There's different services where it will kind of send them out company-wide, and then you get reporting on who clicked on what, and you can report the fake ones. But if you use email, I highly, highly, highly recommend. The link is in the show notes. It's phishing quiz, and that's ph, phishing with a ph, quiz.withgoogle.com. Uh, you could just search. So is for this a with Google legit? How do I know I this? Know, with... that's what somebody said. Why did they use the with Google? <laughs> I know it uh, tricks you, but it is legit, and it just—it's a great way to get a little bit of training of hmm. just some of the things to look for in an email. Looking at the from address, what the link address is, uh, some of the wording. So I highly, highly recommend this if you are at all interested in keeping your finances and your personal information to yourself. Mm-hmm. Take the fishing quiz. People are out there fishing, and you don't want to get hooked. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Uh, that is good. Dave, our bonus odd take of the week. Are you aware of Marie Kondo? Recently. <laughs> yes. I am recently aware because I can't walk down the street without tripping over Maria Kondo stuff. It's on Netflix. People yes. here are talking about it. I, I see people on their knees uh, praying to objects mysteriously. And I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm saying goodbye to my, my beanie baby because yes. uh, I'm giving it away or something. So tell, what is this effect thing? So 
Marie Kondo came up with a system for your possessions, and it's kind mm-hmm. of along with the now, minimalism. Now, this isn't a spiritual possession. These are th- items <laughs> yes. that you own. Not being possessed, yes. the things you possess. Yeah. Uh, and I heard about it probably a couple of years ago, a couple of different people in the tech world talking about it, because we tend to accumulate a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. Ooh, and I had heard about the system. Now she has a Netflix show. And what it basically is, is let's say you're going to go through your clothing. Mm-hmm. So instead of just what I usually do is I go in my closet and go, oh, that shirt doesn't fit anymore. It's got a big stain on it. Maybe I should take it out of my closet after three years and no, get rid of it. you might use it as a sleep shirt in the future. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> the basis of her method, you would take all of your clothes out of your closet. I've let's seen say, this on the show. Yeah. Everything. All your, let's say you're going to do shirts. Take all of your shirts, lay them on your bed, and you hold every single one up and you go, does this bring me joy? Now, not everything in your life's going to bring you joy, yeah. but if it doesn't, you're supposed to get rid of so it. So here's, say I work at McDonald's and there's a McDonald's uniform shirt. <laughs> this shirt does not bring me joy. Do you throw yes. it in the fire? No. Maybe it's, uh, does this shirt bring me holistic costs? Does it bring me money? Yeah. Yeah. So th- yeah. you do have joy because you have a job and if you show up not in your uniform. So it is a little <laughs> bit bigger, but the Netflix show goes through all this stuff in yeah. different areas and everything. Well, one of the thing, the new thing is there's the Marie Kondo effect that thrift stores are getting overloaded with all these donations because people are yeah. getting rid of everything. Now, I know you love a thrift store. Oh. I don't go as much as I used to. I love a good thrift store. Um, but I got I got uh, very good filtering lungs for all the mold and dust. <laughs> yes. uh, but so apparently a lot of people are donating a lot of things. This is a good uh, thing for Binsworthy, our mm-hmm. friend Todd, uh, Todd Mark and the Unipiper, their YouTube channel that is devoted to finding weird things in the bins at Goodwill. Yeah, I was reading through the article and they were like, well, it might be related to that. It might also be related to year end donations mm-hmm. and beginning of the year people just cleaning up in general yeah kind of some spring cleaning yes um but it does seem like there's a high level of stuff coming to thrift stores well the question then is are the thrift stores stuck with this or are there people going in and buying all this stuff in some type of a feeding frenzy yes yes and they didn't really know that and they were focusing on there's like a thrift store in san francisco that was just getting pushed out because the rent was too high i mean you can only make so much money in a thrift store yeah they were getting pushed out but the one down the street is just over overwhelmed with donations. Mm-hmm. So as they thin out, the other ones yeah. are going to be getting even more. So yes, if it's... It seems uh, like this condo effect needs yes. a little more research until you can really determine that it's a, a real thing. Yes, this is true. But if you are looking to get more organized, I actually talked with my wife. I think I'm going to watch the Netflix show. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm going to let her watch it because then we might not have anything left in our house. Well, that's not necessarily a bad thing. And some of my collections do not bring her any joy. (laughs) That's true. Uh, You know what? I think you need, this is just a friend to a friend. You need to pick one or two things to collect and then forget about the rest. (laughs) (laughs) Man, you are coming with the jokes today, my friend. (laughs) Well, let's see if there's something else I need to get myself in our picks of the week. week. This actually is something that you're going to get because I'm going to give you one of these. Nice. I I need more stuff. It's a present. Uh, You're going to be donating this to condo.com. That reminds me of Zombocom, which is a great website that we haven't talked about in years. Uh, Zombocom, Z-O-M-B-O.com. Go there uh, for all of basically any need. But I digress as I'm looking for my pick of the week here. I picked up this item. It's an FRTMA 
two-in-one replacement cap with pencil slash used as stylus for all touchscreen tablets slash cell phones pack of three comma white. Did you get that at Amazon? It's an Amazon product. How what? Do, how are you figuring this out? You're amazing. I, it's funny because it says two-in-one, I guess because it is a cap and a stylus at the same time, but it's a three-pack, so it's a little confusing. Yes. So what this is, is I have an Apple Pencil, uh, first-generation style. I picked up my used iPad keyboard pencil uh, last winter, or this past... This winter. Yeah, this winter. <laughs> uh, so this past Christmas time, yes, off of Craigslist, and I couldn't enjoy it more, but I actually found a way to enjoy it more. This is a scenario. Now, th- bear with me, those of you who don't have an iPad with an Apple Pencil. They're nice. They're great. The problem is the Apple Pencil doesn't work on your phone. It doesn't work on your watch. It doesn't work on anything else. It often- doesn't work on a piece of paper like my daughter tries to use it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I'll be sitting here uh, with a an iDevice of some sort. Here I have an old iPhone 5 in my hand. And I might be drawing a picture. I might be scrolling around on my iPad. And then I'm like, oh, a text message came in on my phone. I want to scroll or look at something. And I got to put the pencil down or whatever. Well, this cap, it replaces the tip of your iPhone with a standard rubber tip stylus so that the you can... The tip of your Apple pencil. You said the tip of your iPhone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, that's a clear distinction. We want to make sure that's <laughs> correct. And now I'm able to use the backside ah. to navigate other tablet type devices. doesn't have to be an Apple device. Any touchscreen device will work with this Those end. Those little standard stylus that we yeah. were used to seeing before the Apple Pencil right. came out. And what's more, as a bonus to this, some of the applications, the drawing applications, they let you set what will happen when you touch the screen with your finger. Oh. So sometimes you can set it to, to erase or to smudge or to do some specialized thing with your finger. Well, guess what? It thinks the cap on my Apple Pencil is my finger. And so I can draw with one end, flip it around, erase on the screen, flip it around, and draw again. It works really well. That is cool. It's a three-pack, Nate, so I'm going to give you one of these. So as a gift from me to you. Good. My uh, wife thanks you for FRTMA replacement cap with a stylus. I like it. It's very cool. And I, yeah. Um, As you can imagine, it took me a lot of time to find the one I wanted. There's a bunch of these. The thing that I like about this is it's identical in size to the old cap. And I have a little spot on my case. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it couldn't have been longer or shorter. It wouldn't have fit properly. And so it's exactly the same size. And that's what I love about it. So now what do you think a three-pack of these guys costs? Well, it is an incredibly valuable item. It's mm-hmm. a three-pack. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say nineteen ninety nine. Wow, that I don't think I would have given you one if they were that much. <laughs> and we, we would have needed maybe. I thought maybe I knowing you, I thought maybe they could find cheaper, but I just looked at the value and the quality and the fit yeah. and the finish. Yeah, they come in around nine bucks for the three pack. for the three pack. Wow, so it's about three bucks each. And there are more expensive ones. There's like a yeah. six pack out there. Some of them have a different have three rubber tips and three like fabric tips. And I read a bunch of this stuff, but I got to tell you, this is the one to get i'm i couldn't be happier and i think it was actually an amazon pick of the week or uh, an amazon uh what do they call those amazon's choice yes it was an amazon's choice nice. and so you can usually tell that they're a good option when there's an amazon choice banner above it very cool well my pick of the week uh as you can guess by the name is also from amazon it is the 
Light dims, original strength, light dimming, LED covers, light dimming sheets for routers, electronics, and appliances, and more dims 50 to 80% of light. Same product, just different packaging. That is actually the title, and there are quotation marks at the end of it, but there are no starting quotation marks in that product name. So, so I heard about these years ago. Yeah, I'm confused ago, about this. What is this? And I do? should have bought some before, but I recently moved a desk into the bedroom mm -hmm. and have a lot of electronics, as you can imagine, around that desk. And a lot of electronics like to see how bright of an LED they can get on their device, ah. uh, which shines so brightly. So these, I brought them in today so you could take a look and you might even have a use for one or two, Dave. So there's probably <laughs> 10 different sizes. There's little circles, there's rectangles, and they're little stickers. Now you might say, well, just put some black tape over it. Well, if you listen to the description, these dim 50 to 80% of the light. So like if you have that Wi-Fi router in your living room with that one blue light or your cable box that just blinds you. But you want to know that it's still on. You still want to be able to see the light. You don't want to completely cover it. So you just put one of these little stickers in all these different sizes over it. You know what I've done? And I'm a little embarrassed to say I've done this. I've taken a piece of scotch tape in the past and then got a black Sharpie and colored over it. It doesn't work very well. Yeah. It doesn't work very well. Yeah. So they have, and there's different variances. So you could get like a low reduction, like a 30%, or you can get 100% ones. But it's nice to have them just in the right size of most LEDs or most different light panels mm -hmm. that you're going to have to be able to dim that stuff. Because I like a dark bedroom when I'm sleeping. I don't like a bunch of... <laughs> Lights flashing everywhere, oddly yeah. enough. Um, and so this is just a really great product. Now, Dave, looking at that, I don't know how many stickers are on there. Maybe 100? There's 100, and it looks to me like you've used two of them. <laughs> I just got them the other day, and I saw it, and I go, this has to be my pick of the week. I had a couple other ones lined up, and I said, I'm jumping over because people are going to be excited to have this because everybody has that one light somewhere that mm -hmm. just bugs the crap out of you. Well, judging by the quality of the packaging mm -hmm. and the graphics and everything <laughs> and the giant USA flag on the back. Yes. Are they made in the USA? I don't know. There's no it's way. It's got the American flag on <laughs> There's there. no way they're made in the USA. I don't want to insult you, but I think that these were under $4 on Amazon, like three fifty is what <laughs> I was going to go for. Well, I think if you go away from Prime, you can get down to there. I paid just over $7. The specific ones I got are out of stock now. There are many other options mm -hmm. all around. Um, I do see one uh, that are $5, but that you get into the third party. So well, if you want to keep it easy with the Amazon Prime. It's hard. I mean, I know that these cost about $0.02 cents to make. Yeah. But to ship them to your house, the three fifty was a little lowball. Anyway... Yeah, so I see the light dims again. So the eighty to ninety percent of light, those ones are in stock, and they're six fifty nine for the yeah. same pack. Uh, so Amazon Prime. I so. think they're worth about four or five bucks, but to get them to your house, I guess. But the value of having yeah. these and covering up those lights, if you're going to use them, uh, buy some, share them with a friend. Yeah. You, hopefully, you don't have a hundred of them that you need. <laughs> I know that's one of these things. It's like you don't need a hundred of these no. things, but they come in multiple sizes, and so you can use the five or six that you need and yeah. just put the rest. Like our baby monitor. We have an old school, like walkie-talkie style baby monitor. Mm -hmm. It has the brightest green light in the world. It's like, I know it's on because I can hear the fuzz and, the, <laughs> you know, I can hear the baby crying all the time yeah. and I don't do anything about it. But that yeah. light. Yeah. 
So the light dims, check those out. I'll have a link in the show notes. Those are amazing products. Uh, You know what else you should check out? Our random Amazon purchase of the week. Mm. Uh, Quick story. Okay. I'm going to link to in the show notes is an Amazon bonus. Uh, There's a story about where Amazon returns go to be resold by hustlers. So yeah, I didn't click on this link. So explain to me what what a hustler is. Is this a legitimate thing? <laughs> well, yeah, it's basically uh, storage wars for Amazon returns. So Amazon gets tons of returns. They have a great return policy. You just ship stuff back. You, I drop some stuff off at the Amazon bookstore at the mall as a return. Well, the cost to repackage. Well, I assume it went back a, to the reseller who was selling the stuff. Well, anything that's sold by them, probably, or they have a deal worked out with the resellers, depending on what it is. So it's not worth it usually to repackage all this stuff, to ship it back, to do all the logistics. So what they do is they just make these pallets, and there's a third-party service Mm -hmm. called, I believe it's liquidators.com. Okay. And then people go there, and they bid on pallets worth of returned stuff. So, so you could be getting a bunch of little light stickers. Yes. Or you could be getting like I don't know a router. Yeah. Or a- yeah. So I and I think they divvy it up into the different uh, categories. So it might be home and garden or mm. electronics. And so you can I think you can kind of see what's there, but they're not going to tell you everything. So it's a little bit of a gamble. Now where right. the hustler part comes in. Being a hustler is not always a bad thing. It just means you have to put some work in. So if you buy one of these pallets, and then let's say you have a pawn shop or something, you could sell a bunch of this stuff there, sell it on eBay. You have to put a lot of work on it. So I don't know what the holistic cost is going to be. But if you have an easy way to sell a bunch of stuff, Mm -hmm. uh, or if you just want a bunch of stuff, I thought about going looking. I've (laughs) controlled myself so far from going to liquidators.com to think about buying a pallet. What would a pallet cost, just generally? I think what... In the article, they were talking like the price has gone up as more people become aware of it. But anywhere from a couple hundred dollars up to a couple thousand dollars, just depending on what could be on that pallet. Now, there's just a, like a storage unit when they do yeah. the storage auctions or anything else. There was a guy on YouTube I came across who is doing something similar to this. They yes. sent him a box of stuff. Yes. And it's... The mystery mystery box. Yeah, and I don't think it's from Amazon, but it's like uh, electronics type stuff. And so he's always looking for video cards that he can resell on eBay or anything like that. And the two that I watched, he just got a bunch of garbage. Yeah. Just trash. So that's... Yeah, there's a lot of YouTubers. There's this whole ebay world of mystery boxes where mm-hmm. i watched one and the guy supposedly got you know 10 bitcoins on a usb drive <laughs> in his mystery box that he bought for 10 grand and, or something like that where it's no. it just seems so fake but with this yeah if you're if you're willing to put in some work and if you've got some time uh i think they did say that there are a couple youtubers that have bought these pallets and then done videos about it because mm-hmm. We love watching videos of other people getting stuff. Yeah. I mean, we love watching videos of people playing games, people buying stuff, people doing makeup, people, anything. We love watching it because we can live vicariously through those people and not have to actually do it. And I'm as guilty as anyone. Yep. So the Amazon random purchase of the week, uh, I actually know who purchased this one. Okay. Um, But the description is the... Is it these little tips? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, The (laughs) two-in-one... Yes. Uh, no, this is the Haggle Slag Pure, Pure Dark Real Chocolate Sprinkles, Jimmy's on Buttered Bread, Cupcake Sprinkles, Great Cake Topping, and a Yummy Addition to Any Desert. Packaging may vary. I, now, I still don't even know what that is. 
Here's what is a picture, it? which it's a very small picture. This is a box of They're sprinkles, chocolate sprinkles. Okay, they could have just said that. Now, it was actually the I believe they are Dutch. And oh. friend of the show Todd was complaining on Facebook that a local Dutch store here in Portland <laughs> had gone out of business and he was out of his haggle slag. Ah. And he was just wondering how he was going to be able to get them again. So I quickly <laughs> went on Amazon and sent him a link. Now Todd doesn't like Amazon, but a little while longer, there was a comment from, I believe, his mother that had mm-hmm. ordered him three boxes oh, and had them sent to him. Very nice. Uh, so Todd's haggle slag. Apparently, there is something magical. You just like put them on toast. I, it looks you know, like chocolate sprinkles to me. But I, apparently, they are Dutch and they are fancy. The brand is De Rooster. I'm a little upset that Todd just hasn't gone with some an American version of this. I mean, he's he a, loves his Dutch. He, what's the other ones? The cookies, the coffee cookies. He's got some uh, very serious in his Dutch clog, his wooden clogs. Yeah, yeah. He is in touch with his heritage. I tell you. Um, but Dave, what would you pay for a? I does not even tell me um, what the size well, of uh, fourteen, gonna... almost a pound. Of very high-end, pure, dark chocolate sprinkles. A pound of sprinkles. Well, first off, I would just call Todd's mom and say, hey, can you send me some sprinkles? Uh, But one, I don't know her, and I don't have her contact information, but I bet I could find it. So in lieu of that, I would probably pay, for one pound of these things, I'd pay $8.99. $8.99. Well... Maybe that's what they were at the Dutch store, but they are eleven ninety nine Amazon okay. Prime. You were just a little bit under, yeah. Uh, but apparently they're worth it. So maybe we'll have to have Todd on the show, and he can bring us some haggle slack. You could have bought some sprinkles, or you could have bought some stickers, yeah. kind of for the sound same neighborhood. Yeah. So I, I, it's not too bad of a, a value, I guess. Nope. Make sure you leave an iTunes review. We haven't had any new reviews for a while, and I love reading those on the thing. There's a link in the show notes where you can go in and leave a little review, and we'll read it on the future episode of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patreon. We've got our Patreon. There's a link in the show notes. The show notes are also always in the website, not just your podcast app. So if you listen in your car and you're like, I don't know how to find my deleted episode, just yeah. go to the website. The most recent episode's always at the top. Uh, but I did find an article, a link to as well. Patreon now has over 3 million patrons. Wow. So you can join 3 million other people that are committed to helping people that are creating stuff like Mm. we do here in the Not Nerd Podcast. With that, we're going to wrap up this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Now get out there and tech better. We don't have to have a story this week. Okay. That might be long-winded enough as it is. Wait, hold on. Genius.